Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Hey, if you're a first-time listener, you've just found America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Come on in. I'm your genial radio show host, Rudy Maxa, and we've got a big hour coming up. In a moment, we'll discuss this new move by Delta Airlines, obviously meant to blunt incursions on routes it flies in competition with deep discount carriers. Delta's trying out something new called Basic Coach. It's cheaper than regular coach, but it has some new and you might perhaps not find them very attractive rules. Details to follow in a moment. Then I'm going to talk with the author of a fascinating new book called Visit Sunny Chernobyl. Andrew Blackwell embarked on a round of travels very different from what the rest of us dream about. He decided to visit and write about the world's most polluted places, like Chernobyl, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. We'll talk with Andrew shortly. And Saturday is National Trails Day in the U.S. I'm going to introduce you to a friend of mine who, as long as I've known him, walks almost everywhere, hours to the airport if necessary, and every weekend he's hiking somewhere else. Then we'll meet a Minneapolis man who was injured while on a trip to Asia in a rickshaw accident. He was hobbled and his doctor suggested a regimen of walking. Steve Bossert then began walking every single street in his hometown. He's still at it two years on. He's got 1,100 miles on his pedometer. I'll have a couple deals of the week toward the end of the hour, but let's start by taking a look at this week's news and travel. A big battle ended in Houston this week between Southwest Airlines and several major air carriers. For a long time now, Southwest has sought approval to offer service to Latin America from Houston's smaller, closer-in airport called Hobby. This move brought strong objection from United, whose hub is at the city's much larger international airport, the George Bush Intercontinental Airport. Southwest promised Houston City Council that it would pay the entire $100 million to build five new gates at Hobby. United and Delta, which today dominate the U.S. Latin American market out of Houston, fear Southwest will cause fares to fall and steal its business. Well, this week, Southwest won. United had argued that splitting international service between the new airports would, quote, harm the city's competitive advantage and cost jobs, unquote. And as if proved just that, one day after the city council approved Southwest's proposal, United announced it would cut 1,300 jobs and reduce the number of flights in and out of Houston's intercontinental airport by 10% this fall. Now, this is weird. Why is it weird? Well, because Southwest says it won't begin service to Latin America until 2015. That's three years from now. That's three years from now, yet, you know, the day after the approval to build those gates and fly out of Texas to Latin America was announced uh, for Southwest, Houston cut 1,300 jobs and announced a reduction in flights. I don't get that. And maybe that's why Houston's mayor as well questioned whether United's move was related to the hobby airport spat. Anyway, federal approval still required. United, uh, uh, United says it's going to continue to object to Southwest bringing service across the border or beginning service across the border from hobby. Meanwhile, another of America's biggest airlines, Delta, is in an effort to blunt competition from low-fare carriers, particularly no-frills Spirit Airlines. It's experimenting with some, something and offering something called a basic coach fare on flights from Detroit to four cities in Florida. Brett Snyder writes the blog CrankyFlyer.com. He's also uh, a professional, uh, used to be an employee uh, within the travel industry. Brett, what exactly is basic coach going to entail? 
Well, basic coach is just that. You have the right to get on that airplane and fly, but you're going to either have to pay for anything else or you won't even have the option for things like changing or even seat assignments. And can you, is this a refundable ticket? No, no, non-refundable, no changes permitted at all. And seats are randomly assigned at check-in. Which pretty much guarantees you're going to get a middle seat. Well, on some of these routes, because they're, they're trying this on routes from Detroit to Florida, uh, which, yeah, those are probably bound to be pretty full flights. And is, is this a great idea? I mean, is this something that Delta ought to be doing, in your opinion? Well, you know, it's, it's not a bad experiment for them to try, but I'm not sure it's a great idea because they're trying to compete with Spirit, which has ultra-low fare flights. But when people book Delta, they're usually expecting something more than they get on Spirit. So it's hard to know for sure how this is going to turn out. And how long has it been going on? Do you know roughly? Uh, they've been doing it, I, I believe it was in March that they first tried it out. Um, but it's only on four routes out of Detroit, uh, where Spirit competes heavily with them, for now at least, and we'll see if it expands beyond there. Well, Spirit just announced service this week from Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport with nonstop service to Chicago and Las Vegas, two big routes for Delta. Minneapolis-St. Paul, of course, being an enormous Delta hub. Uh, I could see that happening here, couldn't you? It's always possible. I think if Delta's happy with the results that it sees on these Detroit routes, then maybe it's going to start thinking about doing it elsewhere. But routes like Minneapolis to Chicago and Vegas, those aren't going to be as competitive. Delta's going to have a lot more flights than Spirit does as opposed to some of these Florida markets. So they might not be as quick to match in a market like that. Do you think American uh, Continental or United Continental uh, U.S. Airways are watching this with any great interest? Well, I'm sure they're watching it because they, the airlines are always concerned if there are airlines that are growing quickly like Spirit – they're always going to want to see if there's a way that they should be competing. Whether it's the right move for any of them, I think, remains to be seen. And the, the difference in the fare is about $20 um, each, each way around trip, do you know? Uh, I believe it's about $20 on a round trip, but that it just depends. I mean, it, that could change at any time. It's easy to see the difference on Delta's website if you book there, but mm -hmm. everyone should be very careful if they're booking on an online travel agent because most of them won't tell you that it's a special fare unless you really dig into the fare rules, which people aren't going to do. That is an excellent point. I think it bears. Let's focus a little on that just for a moment. So if you go to Delta, they're going to say, okay, this is, this is what we call a basic coach, capital B-C, ticket, and you're not going to be able to cancel it. You're not going to be able to choose your own seat. Uh, but if you bought this, as you say, from an Expedia, an Orbitz, or a Travelocity, or even a travel agent, you're suggesting that won't be that that won't be highlighted. That fact. Well, on Travelocity, there's a little highlight that says special fare, see restrictions. Mm. On the others, it doesn't say anything. So you wouldn't really know what you're getting yourself into, except they all have little links that say, you know, read the fare rules buried way down at the bottom, and then it's in a bunch of airline mumbo jumbo, which most people simply aren't going to do. So you really need to be careful with these things. Uh, Delta.com, it makes it very clear. It has, you know, right next to each other, basic economy, economy, and first class. So you can see it clearly. But otherwise, be careful. That is, that's a great point. Um, 
Brett, I really thank you for joining us. Uh, listen, this is the first time Brett's been on the show. I think we're going to have him again. He writes the blog Cranky Flyer. You can fell flyer either way, and it'll take you to it. Crankyflyer.com. He also runs the Cranky Concierge Air Travel Assistance Service, and he's a former airline uh, manager. What's the uh, very fast? We got a t- ten seconds. Says what's the Cranky Concierge Air Travel Assistance Service, Brett? Oh, well, we help people get where they're going. If someone gets stranded, misconnected, anything like that, we can help. We also do uh, general travel agent work as well. Terrific. Brett Snyder, check it out, crankyflyer.com. He writes regularly in his blog. Thanks for joining us, Brett. Talk to you again. When we come back in just a few minutes, we're going to meet, well, this is pretty fascinating, a guy who has traveled around the world looking for the most polluted spots in the world. His name's Andrew Blackwell. He's got a new book called Visits. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. On my journey to help save people money on car insurance, people have been really surprised to learn that GEICO can also help with renter's insurance. They're even more surprised when I tell them it costs as little as $12 a month. But perhaps what's most surprising is that I still live with my mum. Yeah, I know, I really should start thinking about renting my own place. But then I'd have to get my own tea kettle. Sofa, shower curtain, soap dish. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Get in the zone! Gas mileage can suffer the longer you wait to change your oil. And with gas prices so high, regular oil changes can help protect your engine and your wallet. Right now at AutoZone, get a 5-plus quart jug of Valvoline conventional motor oil and an SDP oil filter for just $20.99. Or upgrade to Valvoline Max Life High Mileage for just a little more. See store for restrictions and details. Fight off high gas prices with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour. This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company and a worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe. It helps leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. Right now, if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories, I'll give you that URL again in a moment, you can read the very newest story in a series of true travel tales and be eligible to win a free Kindle, a brand new one. Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from its travelers about their experiences. And in this latest travel story, 
A woman with very scary symptoms while on a trip to the Mediterranean finds herself fearing the worst. It's a very short story. I think it's about four sentences long. To find out the rest of the story and what happened and a chance to win a Kindle, a brand new one, visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Our next guest went traveling. He actually did it for a couple years, but he didn't do the kind of trips most people imagine they'd like to take. You know, like to, oh, I don't know, French Polynesia or London or... Well, just about anywhere. No, Andrew Blackwell decided to visit the most polluted places on Earth. And he's got a new book about it with the fabulous title, Visit Sunny Chernobyl. Subtitle is, and other adventures in the world's most polluted places. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hi, Rudy. Uh, first of all, what got you started on this? I mean, why polluted places? Um, you know, it was kind of an accident. I ended up visiting um, what was at the time called India's most polluted city, which is a place called Kanpur. And um, it was just as polluted, polluted as I've uh, been led to expect as it would promised, be. Huh? But I, I, you know, there was somewhere in there, somewhere among the smog and all the, uh, the sludge in the river and so on, where I had this just realization that aside from all that, um, if I could hold my nose a little bit, it was a really interesting kind of delightful city. Can you I back up just a little strange. more? You were living in Delhi at the time, were you not? Exactly, exactly. So why did you go to Kandar? Um, Kanpur. I, I went Kandor, there because me. my girlfriend at the time had to interview an environmental activist in Kanpur. And, um, you know, so we actually, you know, ended up sort of having this activist as our tour guide in Kanpur. And, and the other in interesting thing about India was I realized that environmental issues sort of have a lot more meaning when you can really smell them. You know, I didn't have that much first-person experience of environmental issues. And, and, you know, and also all the other tourists are staying away. So I just had this realization that uh, there are a lot of travel gems out there that are not being visited because they're supposedly too gross. Let me just read from your introduction where you describe Kanpur, when you're talking about uh, your start in this. You said the crowning moment, this was uh, uh, after you uh, had had decided to take this tour of uh, Kanpur, the crowning moment was our visit to a traditional Hindu bathing festival in which scores of pilgrims dunked themselves in a rank stretch of the sacred but horribly contaminated River Ganges, collecting bottles of holy chromium-laced water for use back home. All this and not another tourist in sight. So, so you went there. You thought, well, this is sort of interesting. Nobody ever comes here. Right. But then at some point you made a decision to go out seeking uh, four or five other places, including the oil sands of Canada and obviously Chernobyl, the title of your, of your book. Um, did, when you shop this around to book publishers, did they hold their nose or they go, geez, Andrew, what a great idea? You know, they, the latter. They thought this is a great idea. You know, I, it, it's just... Uh, the idea of spending a year or two obsessively trying to visit the, the worst we have to offer, um, but at the same time trying to see it sort of as a traveler might or as an ecotourist might, you know, that there's a whole missing side of the coin to ecotourism. Um, I, think, uh, I think it was appealing to them, or maybe they just saw the obsessive gleam in my eye and knew that I'd deliver it. <laughs> My guest is Andrew Blackwell. He's a journalist and he's a filmmaker. He's got a new book out published by Rodale called Visit Sunny Chernobyl, and I recommend it to you. I've been uh, skimming it for the last uh, few days, and I think one of the most interesting chapters was your, your sail from San Francisco to find uh, the great garbage patch in the Pacific Ocean, which, as you point out, 
uh, everybody says it's the size of Texas, but you didn't find it to be a floating island of plastic debris the size of Texas, did you? No, you know, there's this image out there that it's a giant plastic island, um, and that's not true. It's never been true, um, and no one who's actually studied it has ever said that's been true, but someone described it that way a little while ago. I don't know who, um, and just the image stuck. Really, it's more like a thin soup of plastic, but we're still talking about, you know, millions and millions of tons of plastic, um, which you've got to assume is problematic for the environment. Uh, yes. All right, let's get to the title, Chernobyl. You went there, and uh, you took the, there are, uh, we've talked about in this show, there are tours that you can take as a citizen, and they're highly structured. You began your trip that way, but then you decided you wanted to maybe go fishing or at least paddle about the water. Uh, tell us about that. Well, you know, I um, I really, I wanted to get beyond just, um uh, the horror story of Chernobyl or the fear around radiation. Um, because of this quarantine zone, um, you know, Chernobyl has kind of gone back to wilderness. Um, and in a, in a way, it's kind of de facto one of the largest wildlife preserves in Europe. Um, and I thought, I, I want to engage with that. You know, I want to get off the beaten path. So I was really lobbying my uh, escort, Dennis, uh, who worked for the uh, Chernobyl Authority, to kind of abandon the itinerary and, you know, pull out one of the canoes. Um, and he was, he was not, uh, he was pretty immune to my enthusiasm, but but uh, we did get a little bit off the beaten path. You did. You actually went in the water through the lily pads and uh, with your, with your uh, it wasn't really a Geiger counter, it was your radiation reader uh, strapped to your hip, right. I gather. Yeah, exactly. Um, there are, let me, we're not going to be able to get to all the places that, that Andrew went, but uh, he did go to see the oil sign, uh, sands mining in, in northern Alberta in Canada. Uh, he visited the refineries of Port Arthur, Texas. He uh, went to the Amazon to look up close and see some of the deforestation. Um, and he also looked at some of the places in China where where uh, we send our electronic or our, our used computers and all that sort of waste. And, of course, as we mentioned, uh, uh, India's most polluted river and most polluted city. Um, but what you brought away from this, this is not, your book is not a environmentalist screed. It's not a desk pounding. Are oh, we got to go clean all this up? Because you say you found some beauty in this. Explain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, maybe I just have an open mind uh, or I'm more willing than most uh, um, to hold my nose. But, you know, I really think that even the most polluted or ruined um, or supposedly disgusting environment is really worth caring about. And, um, you know, if we just think of it as a horror story that really might lead us to distance ourselves from it or not care about um, a place like that. Um, and sort of the pleasant surprise is a lot of really environmentally challenged places uh, they might stink a little, but they're actually much more pleasant uh, vacation destinations, if you will, um, than you would expect. You know, I really thought it was going to be a lot harder to enjoy these places. Um, but, you know, as when you're traveling, when you're running down any particular um, interest and going off the beaten path, you meet interesting people, you, you find interesting little places, and they might not be conventionally beautiful, but that doesn't really affect whether or not uh, they're engaging you and your imagination. Did you, did you leave this experience 
uh, optimistic, pessimistic about the future of Mother Earth? Um, well, I, I don't know if it made me optimistic about what we are doing to um, our planet, um, but I'm certainly optimistic that once we're done doing whatever that is, once we're done ruining the place, um, that it will still be there, you know, that there will, there will still be wildness in the ruined places. There will still be something that comes after us. Um, and so, I, you know, I don't – it sort of helped me abandon any idea of purity uh, as a measure for whether or not um, an environment is worth caring about. So from, in that sort of weird, pessimistic way, um, yeah, I did end up optimistic. Uh, do you continue? Do you, you plan to continue your personal life over the next decade, visiting places like this? Um, you know, I, I was traveling so much. I'm happy just to stay home for a little while. Um, at the same time, I live in New York City, and um, I am a member in good standing of the Gowanus Canoe Club, which is called the Gowanus Dredgers, uh, in which we go canoeing through our local um, Superfund uh, waterway. Um, so you know, there's opportunities for local pollution tourism as well. The book is called Visit Sunny Chernobyl. Our author is journalist, filmmaker Andrew Blackwell. Check it out. It's just been put out by Rodale. It's a fascinating and uh, humorous account of, if I can say that, of some of the, let's maybe put entertaining account of some of the most polluted places on Earth. Thanks so much for joining us, Andrew. We'll be right back here in Rudy, Rudy Max's world in just a moment. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Hey, folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with On Call International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. On Call International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Get in the zone! Paying close attention to your brakes can keep a small problem from getting worse. And the experts at AutoZone say it's important to check the entire system. That means you should regularly inspect your brake pads as well as rotors and hardware and replace any component that's worn. It's the right way to maintain brake performance and maximize pad life. Stay ahead of a brake problem before it starts with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour in this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by the good folks at On Call International. We all know that sometimes the unexpected happens while traveling. And if and when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from On Call International. The company provides the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation involving political or social unrest. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage or legal woes, 
OnCall International gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. You can find more information by visiting OnCallInternational.com or go to the radio show website, RudyMaxa.com. Scroll down that homepage, and you'll see their logo. Click right on it. Well, it's National Trail Day this Saturday, this weekend, which means you've about you got to go outside and walk around a little. And the guy I know who walks more than anybody in America is named Henry Fortunato. By day, he's the director of public affairs at the Kansas City Public, public Library. I've known him for years when we both lived in Washington, D.C. And I remembered when, I, I, when we became friends, he had to go to the airport one day, and he was leaving about three and a half hours early. I said, why do you leave so early? He says, well, that's how long it takes to get there. If you walk, which is what Henry does. He's never owned a car. He walks everywhere he can. He takes public transportation otherwise. Um, uh, Henry, welcome to the show. What Are you still, I know that was, what, 25, 30 years ago when, when you was, were walking to National 30, Airport and I knew you. years ago, Rudy. So, How many? Um, uh, How many? We were both a lot younger then. Um, How many years ago? 30, 30 years ago. Um, All right, are you still walking everywhere? To, um, uh, flying was less of a hassle in those days. I mean, you didn't have to get to the airport an hour and a half ahead of time. Um, and... Uh, you know, this was just a long weekend trip in New York, so I just had a backpack, so it wasn't like I was carrying luggage for nine miles. Um, and it was the Eastern Shuttle, the long-lamented Eastern Shuttle. You know, you, you, you miss one flight, you take the next one. There's no big deal. Okay, but are you still walking? I don't think I do it now, in other words. Are you still walking with that passion now that you live in Kansas City? Oh, it's actually the passion is even greater. Uh, in the first place, um, as you said, I don't drive, so uh, walking is my primary means of uh, getting around other than uh, public transportation. So, um, yeah, I walk all the time. Um, and also, uh, here in Kansas City, uh, greater Kansas City, we're blessed with a pretty extensive network of trails that uh, go a lot of places. So, yes, I'm on the trail um, almost every day. And do, you, and, and do you go out just sometimes to walk, not to get someplace? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, sure. I, every, every weekend um, I walk uh, just to walk. Yeah, absolutely. And where do you go? Well, I go on one of my trails um, here in uh, northeast Kansas, or um, I'll take an urban hike in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Um, or if I can get away for any length of time, then I'll go away for four or five days in the Kansas countryside. And do you take a GPS with you? Uh, no, no, no. Um, um, I um, I actually use uh, Google Maps. Um, um, if you um, if you magnify it up very, very, very uh, close, um, you get into this. Um, oh, you know the author William Leastheat Moon in in a book called uh, Prairie Earth, which is about uh, a county in Kansas, Chase County, Kansas. He came up with this great line: the Great Jeffersonian Grid. You know this. This enlightenment idea that, that we could divide the entire country into like a piece of graph paper uh, on the section lines. And there's roads, dirt roads, gravel roads, and you can just follow them for miles and get from town to town. We're celebrating uh, National Trail Day and talking to a guy who walks a lot of trails. His name's Henry Fortunato. He's an old friend of mine. He's the director of public affairs at the Kansas City Public Library, lives uh, in the suburbs of Kansas City. Uh, Henry, when you go on these walks, let's say you're not going somewhere. You don't need to get to the airport. You're not walking to an office. Um, but you're going out for the weekend. You're going, as you say, into the countryside around, uh, around your hometown. Are you taking a stroll or are you on a determined sort of speed walking thing? 
Um, no, um, I, I try to I try to do about three and a half miles an hour, but that that certainly doesn't qualify as race walking. I mean, I'm doing it because um, I want to be outside. Uh, I want to get uh, uh, some exercise. And um, there's a there's a Latin term uh, you may have heard of, um, solvitur ambulando, uh, which basically means you solve it by walking. Um, when I've got a challenge to face or a problem to figure out. I just go for a walk, and by the time I've come back from my walk, I've got two or three ways to approach the problem, and usually it feels very good, and so not only do I feel good physically, I feel good mentally. It's that easy, huh? For me, it is. I think for anybody it would be. I mean, you know, just get outside. I mean, the thing about National Trails Day is it, it came out of a, a presidential commission report uh, during the Reagan administration, and it said that um, the goal was that everybody should live within 15 miles, 15 minutes of a trail, and people should be able to just go on a trail and walk for a bit. And uh, I don't think we've quite achieved that, but there are something like 200,000 miles of trails. And um, if you go to the, um, the American Hiking uh, Society website, um, there's all kinds of information about how you can be part of this National Trails Day thing. Yes, there is. I, I've, I've, we're going to talk about that in the next hour, actually, with someone from the uh, um, American Hiking Society. Yeah, I pronounce it National Trail Day. It's actually National Trails Days. You're right. So you, are you doing this for physical health? I mean, when you, back up, when you started, did you do it just because you like to walk? Did you do it for physical or mental health? Um, I always liked to walk, um, and um, and then as I as I got older and realized that uh, it was going to be my primary means of locomotion, um, I just continued doing it. And but now it's a combination of physical and mental health. Absolutely, uh, I think sometimes the mental health is more important than the physical part. Excellent. Well, thank you. I hope you've inspired some of our listeners, and you have inspired me to do a little more walking. Henry, have a great walk today. I will. Thanks a lot, Rudy. Henry Fortunato is the Director of Public Affairs at the Kansas City Public Library, but he's a major walker. Stick around. We'll be right back with a guy who's walking every street in his hometown of Minneapolis. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Did you know you could earn a transfer discount just by switching your motorcycle policy over to GEICO? And if you already insure your car with GEICO, you could even get a multi-policy discount. I've always wondered what it's like to ride a motorcycle, to ride my steel horse across the land, fighting crime alongside a tall brunette, Francesca. Sorry, my mind went to a strange place there. Where was I? All the GEICO motorcycle discounts. Right. Call GEICO or visit GEICO.com today to see how much our discounts could save you. Gas mileage can suffer the longer you wait to change your oil. And with gas prices so high, regular oil changes can help protect your engine and your wallet. Right now at AutoZone, get a 5-plus quart jug of Valvoline conventional motor oil and an SDP oil filter for just $20.99. Or upgrade to Valvoline Max Life High Mileage for just a little more. See store for restrictions and details. Fight off high gas prices with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm a very bad man. I don't use a knife, a gun, or a crowbar. I don't even need to leave my computer, but I could steal your retirement, the equity in your home, even the money in your bank accounts. And you may not even know it till I'm long gone. Think you can stop me? Identity theft has become one of the biggest criminal activities in the world, and fighting it on your own is nearly impossible. You need LifeLock. 
the only company whose sole mission is protecting our members' identities. At LifeLock, we believe you have the right to live free from the fear of identity theft. So we offer the most comprehensive identity theft protection available. Try LifeLock's service risk-free for 60 days. If you're not convinced, simply cancel within 60 days of enrollment for a full refund. This offer of 60 days risk-free is too important to pass up, so call now. 1-800-979-4633. Promo code ENROLL60. That's 1-800-979-4633. ENROLL60. See LifeLock.com for details. Does your furnace need repair, your house need cleaning, or maybe you're ready to update your kitchen or bath? Big or small, whatever your home improvement need, now it's easy to find the right home pro for your project. Take it from me, Rudy Maxa, and log on to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Service Magic is a free online resource with instant access to top-rated remodelers, maids, handymen, painters, and many other contractors in your area. Just go to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Service Magic has a network of licensed and insured contractors in hundreds of home improvement categories. If you need a painter, electrician, plumber, architect, or any other home service, then you need to visit homebuild411.servicemagic.com today. It's easy, it's free, and it's a source to find neighbor-recommended contractors. Now you can hire a pre-screened home pro with confidence. Go to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's quick, it's free, and there's no obligation. Visit homebuild411.servicemagic.com or rudymaxa.com and click on Sponsors for more info. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Well, it's 43 minutes after the hour on this summer weekend. I hope you have a gorgeous June day where you are. Um, we're celebrating National Trails Day on Saturday, well, for the whole weekend. Uh, encourage you to get out and do a little walking around. We just heard from a, a guy who walks all the time, doesn't even own a car, and uh, doesn't even own a car. Make it sound like it's un, unheard of. Well, in some cases it is. Um, but now I want to talk to a guy. His name is Stephen Bossert. He lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And he has a pretty unusual project, a quest he's on. He wants to walk every street in Minneapolis, and he's tracking it exactly. When I talked to him, I asked him, Stephen, how did you get started with this? I was uh, injured in a travel accident, and I needed some uh, physical therapy, kind of an exercise regimen, and um, I decided uh, a good way to do it was to be to head out my back door and explore the city. And how long ago was this accident, and what kind of accident was it? Um, it was about five years ago. My wife and I were in um, it's the second to the last day of a two-week trip in Cambodia and Thailand, or Cambodia and um, Vietnam, and um, I got uh, thrown out of a, a motorcycle rickshaw. Oh, oh! And were, was there was walking? Uh, I mean, was there a question of whether you'd be able to walk again at some point? Well, I I broke my my left femur and it was a a bad break and um, um, it took me quite a quite, it took me about six months to really get back on my feet and um, and walking and exploring the city helps me uh, you know stay on top of it. Now you so so now now somebody who's told by their doctor they should walk more will, might go out and walk. But how did you hit upon the idea of not just walking but covering every single street in the city of Minneapolis? Well, I love the city. Um, I moved here about 25 years ago, and um, um, I like 
I like little adventures, you know. I can I can head out and um, find a new place, find a new corner of the city, and I you can make a lot of little discoveries that way. Well, I was going to say, do you? I imagine you see things people whizzing by in cars and even bicycles don't. Yeah, some of the things I found, you know, a lot of what I like, you notice the details at walking speed. Um, I find a lot of um, remnants of history. Um, one thing I came across was some um, antique wooden street pavers that are still in the ground. Um, They're probably covered with tar for 80 years, and now they're on the surface again. And, um, you know, they're probably 120 years old. My goodness, have you have you encountered any difficulties while walking? In other words, have you gotten mugged? I have not gotten mugged. Um, um, I feel pretty comfortable all over the city. Um, um, I, I think it's important to kind of push your comfort zone boundaries and get out there, and I've had no troubles at all. Did, have people stopped you because they've recognized you? As I said, I saw you on the local news here in the Twin Cities. Do people stop you and say, there's the guy with the cane who's walking the entire city? I had my first uh, uh, person stop me just last week. I think that's the cane that's the giveaway. Yes. And are, are they big admirers? Is anybody? Are you, what, what was the movie, um, oh, my goodness, with uh, Tom Hanks where he walked across the country? Uh, Forrest Gump. Um, has anyone tr wanted to walk along with you, Forrest Gump-like? Um, I have, um, I have uh, gone on a few walks with other people, which has been fun. I've been considering maybe making... Um, doing public walks, but um, haven't done so yet. Do you take notes? Um, I do. I do. I, I carry a GPS with me, so I upload um, all my walks, and then I'm, and then I have a little notebook, and then I take photos as I go along too. What are you taking photos of? A um, little bit of everything. Um, just, just little details that I find interesting. Well, I, I, I just am in awe of you. Do you walk all seasons? I do. I walk every every month of the year. Sometimes when it's it's super cold or super hot, I'll I'll take a break. But um, you know. And, and how many miles might you do in the average day? I do three. I walk for an hour, which uh, gets me about three and a quarter miles. Okay. And are you blogging about this at all? Um, I have a Facebook page where I post all my photos on. And what is that page? Steve Bossert? Uh, it's actually Stephen Bossert, S-T-E-P-H-A-N. S-T-E-P-H-A-N, last name is spelled B as in boy, O-S-S-E-R-T. That's correct. And we, we talked to uh, Stephen a couple of months ago. I think he was up to 800-some miles. Uh, as of this weekend on his Facebook page, Stephen Bossert has, has uh, counted 937 miles in his quest to walk every single street in his hometown of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Unbelievable inspiration. Both Henry and Stephen, inspiration to us all. Then and walk more. It's darn good for you. We'll be right back here. i got a couple deals of the week for you in Rudy Max's world. Don't touch that dial. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Let me give you one more place to visit. Go to Facebook and type in Rudy Maxa-TV show. That's where we post uh, some of the deals I offer, links to some of the folks we interview, um, all kinds of information. Occasionally I'll put, post something up there during the week. Uh, we won't inundate you with information, but if you'd like to be sort of in on the know on new travel stuff and deals and so on, Rudy Maxa dash TV show. And while you're there, hit the like button, will you? We're trying to get to, I don't know what we're trying to get to, 2,000 now? I think so. Trying to get to 2,000 likes. Help me out. Help me out here. Uh, last week, I asked you how you felt about one U.S. senator's bid to outlaw VIP lines for frequent flyers at TSA checkpoints and airports. I wanted to know if you thought that was unfair to others. It was sort of elitist, and if you, you think, uh, along with a senator, that they ought to be abolished. You know, I got this surprising email from a listener named Judy who wrote this to me. I don't travel much, but believe it would be a shame to eliminate the dedicated lines for frequent flyers. Their jobs are hard enough if they have to fly frequently and put up with the routine more often than most people who take to the air once or so per year. Leave the system alone. Let them have their dedicated lines. It just helps the system work better if, if, if they can. Uh, move through it more easily, and the rest of us can take our time because we're not sure what to do because we travel so infrequently. Well, thank you, Judy. That's very magnanimous of you to uh, allow frequent flyers to use their VIP lines. If you've got a thought on this, drop me an email at rudy at rudymaxa.com or feel free to call me at 800-387-8025. That number again is 800-387-8025. Uh, you may get a recording when you call if we're not on the air because many of our stations time shift our shows uh, around the weekend. Feel free to leave your name, your number, and your message, whether it's an idea for a segment, a comment on a segment, or a question you have for me about travel that we might be able to answer uh, for you on the air. Um, let me know what the best time to call you back is, and that would be very helpful, 800-387-8025. Okay, before we uh, come to the top of the hour and take a little break, let's uh, do a couple deals of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cash register sound. All right, this deal of the week comes to you from the folks at Cathay Pacific. That's a Hong Kong-based airline and a very nice airline it is. They are offering flights to three cities that you don't normally hear about. Well, if you, if you read about China a lot, you do. One is called Xi'an, and that's spelled X-I-A-N. The other is Guilin, G I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly. Forgive me if I'm not. It's G-U-I-L-I-N. And the other one is Chengdu, C-H-E-N-G-D-U. To these three cities, Cathay Pacific is offering round-trip economy class fares starting at $1,125. Now, that includes taxes and fuel charges, $1,125 out of New York's JFK, Chicago, San Francisco, or L.A. You'll fly into Hong Kong on Cathay Pacific and connect to China via their sister carrier called Dragon Air. Got to love flying an airline called Dragon Air. Uh, it's a nice fare, including taxes and fees, $1,125. Now, this is good for travel later this summer, September 3rd through November 30th. So you've got a pretty wide window. September 3rd through November 30th. But here's the big here's the big big but. The sale ends June 15th. So you've got about two weeks, a little less than two weeks to book this this trip if you'd like to travel to either of these any of these three cities, September 3 to November 30, November 30th. And by the way, there's a sweepstakes uh, up to June 15th, the day you've got to buy these tickets. Um, you might, if you enter, you might uh, win a, a stay for three nights at uh, um, a hotel, a very fancy hotel that Cathay Pacific will arrange for you. 
Um, it'll be you'll get a three night stay at a luxurious Shangri La hotel in whatever of these three cities you're visiting. Not too shabby. And fares are dropping to South Africa this winter. South Africa Airways uh, will let you fly for fares beginning at $1,200 per person between New York City's JFK or Dulles Airport in D.C. to Johannesburg. They've got two windows for this. You can travel November 1st to December 13th or January 14th of next year through February 28th. So you got to do some major planning ahead. Again, you got to buy your tickets way ahead of time. This time it's June 18th. June 18th. Buy these tickets between June 18th if you want to go to South Africa between December 13th and, excuse me, between November 1st and December 13th and between January 14th and February 28th. If you cancel before your departure, you're going to forfeit $300. Now, fares are most expensive in the summer. Uh, June to mid-September will cost $2,000 a ticket instead of $1,200. Drops to about 1300 in autumn from mid-September to December 9th. And then those rock-bottom fares of uh, 1200 kick in November 1st. You can find more details by going to flysaa.com. We're coming to the end of the hour here in Rudy Max's World. The first hour, if your station uh, will be saying goodbye to us, well, we'll say goodbye to you and hope to see you here again next weekend. Most of our stations stick around for the second hour, and we've got a big hour coming up. I can tell you that. We've got some really fascinating uh, guests coming. We hope you'll join us. We're going to take a break for about, oh, I don't know, six minutes or so for some local news, some uh, commercial messages. I will stand up and stretch, have a drink of water, and look forward to seeing you on the other side of the hour, about six minutes after the hour, as we begin the second segment of Rudy Max's World. Remember, you can drop me a line at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com, or the number to call is 800-387-8025. If you've heard something on this show you'd like to pass along to some of your friends by Monday, a podcast should be posted at RudyMaxa.com. Just click on podcast. And uh, for many of our stations, I do a thing called a travel minute Monday through Friday. It runs during morning drive time, Monday through Friday. Again, if you go to RudyMaxa.com, just click on travel minute. And these are sort of bite-sized little things on travel. You're welcome uh, to read and pass along as well. Stick around. We'll be right back in Rudy Max's world in about six minutes. listening to Rudy Max's World and as always you're hearing must hear radio on the SSI radio network